entitled, Understanding the Power of Praise. Tell your neighbor what the message is. Understanding the power of praise. Do you understand just how powerful your praise is? You got to understand, when you came to service, there's a reason why we began with praise and worship. Because God inhabits the praises of his people. Now watch where I go with this. In my hand, I have a few coins. Ma'am, will you take this coin from me? This coin is a penny. Ma'am, will you take this coin? This is a dime. Uh, will you take this? This is a, a nickel. A nickel, nickel, nickel. But in my hand, I got a quarter. I guarantee you that on the average day, if all you pick up is a penny, all you pick up is a dime, all you pick up is a nickel, sometimes you're not happy because it's not big enough. It's not good enough. But what if that penny had some uh, history? The penny was dated 1801. And you take it to a uh, dealer and you find out that that penny is worth thousands of dollars. Now I'm hitting this real hard because some of you don't know the value that's already in you. Say, in me is a treasure. In me, there is a treasure. You're never going to find the treasure without digging through the dirt. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Some of you are refusing to dig past the dirt. And then it's like, oh my goodness. So when it gets hard, say that's pushing past the dirt. Any of y'all educated? <laughs> you spend all night preparing for an exam. And then when you have the exam, you've done all, you've dotted your I's, crossed your T's, you go in and take the exam, and you were expecting to get an A. But all you get is a D. I don't know how many people rejoice over a D, More than an A. I'm working on something here. I tell you what, I've been in that situation where I was believing for an A and all I got was a D, but I passed. I, I was so glad I was in Dology, but I had joy. Over, they were the, the A's. They were dancing, but I was prancing because I I I done passed. 
I done spent all my time, I'm, I'm, I done done all that I can know to do. And I did not allow the A's to make me feel bad because I had the D. But I had to grow to that. Because there was a time when, you know, I said, well, dog, I didn't get my A, I got my D. Sometimes you got to know you're in your season when you, all you're going to get is a D. Okay. Okay. But D is on the way to graduation. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. In my hand, I have a quarter. Shama, shama. He's smiling. <laughs> Here's a quarter. Now watch this. Is he any better than my penny, my dime, my nickel, and my quarter? Who's better? Is it? All I got is a penny. All I got is a dime. All I got is a nickel. But I got the quarter. So the quarter is perceived to be better than the penny. But if that penny was originated in 1801, that quarter is in 1999, that penny is worth more, more than that quarter. Now, um, why I'm hitting is because some of you are in that season when you are seemingly small. Way to greatness. But you're despising the day of small beginnings. And instead of celebrating the penny, the dime, the nickel, the quarter, we just went, you know, just, this is all I got. This is all I got. All I got, all I got. Instead of going forward, you're going backwards because you don't understand God already knows your time and season. Sometimes all you can handle is a penny. Sometimes all you can handle is a dime. Sometimes all you can handle is a nickel. Sometimes all you can handle is a quarter. But you ought to be dreaming, all right, I'm on my way, higher and higher. Say, God, help me to understand my times. That even when I'm in little zone, I'm on my way to victory zone. So I'm going to thank you every step of the way. Every day, in every way, I'm going to thank you. Now, now let me get to the message. Understanding the power of praise why 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 is that so important psalm 67 in verse 3 psalm 67 in verse 3 it says let the people praise thee O god let all the people praise thee oh then shall the earth yield her increase one of the reasons in 2018 you don't see that much increase is because all of the people are not praising God. Everybody's not thankful for where, where we are. I don't know about you, I'm so glad to be an American. 
Okay, okay. I'm so glad to be in Durham, North Carolina. Hallelujah. I'm not in Timbuktu. I'm not here. I'm so glad to be here. But everybody ain't glad to be here. And God's higher way is when everybody begins to give thanks, then increase comes. Say, neighbor, don't hang around folk that don't thank God for even the little things. Let all the people, let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. I had to realize that sometimes the reason I ain't getting blessed because I ain't been thanking the Lord. I ain't been praising the Lord for what, I, what he has done. I don't know about you, I got up this morning. Are you, wait a minute. I, I, got, I woke up this morning in my right mind. I know some folk that woke up, they didn't woke up in their right mind. They were out their mind when they woke up. Say, say, neighbor, the right mind is the best mind. Did you thank him for that? Hallelujah. Folks, today, on this 18th of February, the year my heart is for this house, I come with a message entitled again, Understanding the Power of Praise. Though often paid the least attention, it is as potent as prayer. Now, here's where I'm going with this. Any of y'all pray? Get your hand up. I'm, I'm, everybody say, you, you pray, you pray, you pray, you pray, you pray, you pray, you pray. Wonderful. But I got news for you. Prayer is important. But when you leave out praise, it decreases your prayer. What do you mean, Pastor? Oh, okay. Say, say Pastor. Explain what you mean. Mm, 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 mm. Just looking at Jesus' ministry, the two most profound miracles he did was as a result of thanksgiving, which is a real praise flow. When he was able to feed 5,000 in the wilderness, the thanksgiving praise flow was what multiplied the loaves. Wait a minute. You got 5,000 folks, and you got a few fish and a few loaves, and you say thank you, and it multiplies so that everybody gets blessed. Maybe the reason some of us ain't zoring where we need to be because we ain't thanking God in everything. So whatever we have ain't getting blessed. Hmm. Now go to John 6 and 5, verse 5. Watch what happens. John 6 and verse 5. It says, when Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he said unto Philip, he said unto Philip, when shall we buy bread that these may eat? Now, eye contact. When you roll with God, there's going to be times that God speaks to you and he's going to ask you to do something and he already knows the answer. He already knows what he's going to do, but he wants to prove you. And many of you right now are in the proving season. It's not that, no, God's proven you. He knows what he put in you, but he's proven you. Oh, my God. 
And he said this to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered, we got 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother said unto him, there's a lad here which had five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Now this is what I'm trying to impart to you today. Stop diminishing your little. Stop functioning as your little. Don't be careful what you speak about your little. Be careful what you speak about your little. Be careful what you think about your little. Because little with God is much. Oh my God. Say, say neighbor. Little with God is much. Much. There's a lad here that had five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? That's the way we tend to think. John 6 and 11 says this. Jesus took the loaves, got it? And when he had given thanks, he took the small, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to his disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fish as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, give up, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost, that nothing be lost, that nothing be lost. Wait a minute, how, how do you have some small fish and some small loaves and able to feed 5,000 and then have some fragments that are left over? Many of you have some crumbs that you keep leaving alone. Okay. If I went to some of your homes and went to your closets, I would find some stuff in there that you ain't put on since I don't know when. Hallelujah. And, and, and you look at this stuff and say, oh, that, 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 But when's the last time you gave that to somebody else? And what seemed small to you was a blessing to somebody else. And when you sold it to somebody else, they had joy because they didn't have what you got. Say, say, neighbor. There's some folk that need what you got, that you're tired of. Okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. Again, John 6, 11, he took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fish as much as they would. And when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore, they gathered them together, and filled 12 baskets with fragments of five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Note, what activated the miracle flow was the praise flow of thanksgiving. Say, what, what activates, come on. My miracle flow is my praise flow of thanksgiving. Every day, every day. In every situation, circumstance, everything, give thanks. Now let's be clear. Yes, it's so easy to stay in the praise flow of thanksgiving when everything in life is going smooth. I'm looking up. I know that some people in here ain't in the smooth zone. But you pressed your way to get here to church. And by doing that, there's a miracle on the way. 
There's a blessing on the way. God saw your tears. He heard your cry. All he wanted to see whether or not you want to take a step of faith and press your way to get here. Oh, yes. I'm calling things that be not as though they are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyhow, God, I thank you that I'm blessed coming in and blessed going out. Blessed to be a blessing. Because I'm thanking you in everything. Say, say my praise has a whole lot of power. A whole lot of power. A whole lot of power. Hallelujah. Again, let's be clear. Yes, it's easy to stay in praise flow of thanksgiving when everything in life is going smooth. But in real life tests and trials, when they manifest, we each must choose to grow up and become emotionally mature so we can still stay in the praise flow of thanksgiving regardless of how we may think or feel at the time or season. Now, I understand that when a lady, when a lady is pregnant and it's time for her to give birth, she ain't always saying hallelujah. <laughs> she ain't always saying hallelujah. This is wonderful. She ain't always doing. But after she pushes and that child is delivered, oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. And many times you got to understand in life situations, it's going to be like that. You got to push past the pain. But on the other side of the pain is the victory. But you got to learn how to thank God as you go through the pain. Because when you do that, he inhabits the praises and he can take the pain away. Oh, my God. I've talked to some ladies that said, you know, the second birth was easy. I didn't feel the same way that I did the first time because I had me some education. I knew what to do, what not to do. Y'all ain't helping me now. Huh? So the second birth was easy. Hallelujah. Come on, doctor. Come on. What, what you want me to do? Hallelujah. And you do it victory and smiling the whole time how much you want <laughs> how much you want me to push push how you want me to push push say thank you lord anyhow all right go to john 11 and verse 39 john 11 and verse 39 next example jesus said take ye away the stone martha the sister of him that was dead said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Hard times. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shalt see the glory of God. Now this is a revelation. Here's somebody who's lost a loved one. But Jesus says to him, all right. If I can get you to believe, a miracle is going to happen. And in many times with God, there are times when you hit that hard place and the enemy is wearing you out. But if you can trust God, God can make the crooked straight and the rough places plain. I have seen God do the impossible over and over and over and over again. That was written for us to be able to say, you know what? If God did it for him, he'll got to do it for me. Say, if God did it for them, he'll do it for me. The impossible. 
Hallelujah. Say, I live. Say, I live in the impossible zone. That's why I give thanks all the time. Hallelujah. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I know that thou hears me always. Relationship, relationship. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. See, you, you don't understand how many people uh, are being blessed because of the way you roll. Because you came to church today. And you're going to testify and tell somebody, you know, you, better, you need to give God thanks. If you give God thanks, this is going to happen. And then when it does, God gives a miracle. And then guess what? You get uh, heavenly credit because it's working all things together for your good. Say, God, make me a blessing. Help me to thank when I don't feel like thanking. So the miracle can happen. And I know that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. John eleven forty four says this. And he that was dead came forth. Now watch this. He that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. The other part. When you're flowing in the miraculous, sometimes it's going to look like it ain't working. Hmm. Sometimes when you're working in the miracle, What's coming to you is going to be bound. <laughs> it's going to look like it's dead. That's the time where you got to speak life to your finances. Speak life to your family. Speak life to your situation. And then guess what? The miracle begins to happen. Say, I'm a miracle worker. Because I speak life to every area of my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, if you come from murmuring zone, don't live in murmuring zone. <laughs> Some of us have families that murmur all the time. It's all, oh, we, 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 it's still in our DNA. We murmur, we murmur, we murmur. We complain all the time. But guess what? Complaining and murmuring causes God to run away from you and not flow with you because he inhabits the praises of his people. Say, God. Help me, help me to stop murmuring and complaining and give you praise. Oh my God. So at the graveside of Lazarus, it was thanksgiving praise that brought him back to life. Likewise, when you daily learn and practice the praise flow, signs, wonders, and miracles will show up for you and yours too. Why? 1 Thessalonians 5.18 why? 1 Thessalonians 5.18 In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. Praise is God's will. Hebrews 10 and 35. My God, my God. Say, I'm understanding. Come on. The power of praise. Hebrews 10.35 Cast not therefore away your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, oh Jesus, after you've done the will of God, that you might, you might receive the promise. Said another way, praise is the will of God 
which after you've done, you are sure to obtain the promises of signs and wonders. Signs are meant to follow you. That is the promise of God. Say, say signs are following me. And God promised that signs would follow me if I would believe him and give him thanks. Mm. But this promise will not be accomplished until you first do God's will, which is praise. Therefore, no matter what you're going through, praise him and you will obtain the promise. Now watch this. I want you to begin to praise God right now. Go ahead. I want you to begin to praise God. I want you to begin to praise God. I know you don't feel like it. Go and praise God. Uh-huh. Praise him. Praise him. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you. We want to praise you. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, we praise you. Let your power be manifested in our praise. Now remember what you just did. The important key to understand the power of praise is found in Psalms 22 and 3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Folks, God inhabits the praises of his people. So when you daily learn and practice a praise life, God's presence abides with you. And when he abides with you, he compels signs to attend to you. Second Corinthians, I mean, Second Chronicles 20 and 21 says it this way. Second Chronicles 20 and verse 21. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord and that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when, be, and when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, Mount Zion, which were come against Judah and they were smitten. What I'm trying to get you to understand, when you were praising God, that God was setting an ambush against your attacks. I said when we were praising God, God was setting an ambush. He was dealing with what you were dealing with before you got here. Oh my God. Folks, here we have the mighty example of the real power of praise attracting the presence of the Lord to help people win a victory against all human odds. Praise causes God to fight on your behalf. He takes our place in battle while we just watch. Oh my God. In other words, real praise causes Almighty God to come and take over the battle in your life. But here the trick of the devil's host is to make people who pray consistently praise dry. Look at you and say, say, neighbor, I know you pray, but are your praise dry? When's the last time? Come on. You really praise God. Are you praising him now? Or are you dehydrated? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise dry. We praying, but we're not consistently praising. 
So we have praise dry. And he inhabits the praise so that our prayers get answered. Oh, Jesus, I'm praying. Lord, you ain't answering my prayer. Well, you ain't praising me. Whatever. Come on now. Praise is the ticket. Say, say praise. praise. Is the ticket that helps answer the prayer. No matter how it feels. And especially no matter how it looks. And see, here's the awesome part. I know when it's good because when people don't want to hear the truth. And people say, I done prayed. And not on praise. So here we go. You got people praying all the time, and you got people praising all the time, but the praising all the time leaves out the praying all the time, and the praying all the time leaves out the praises all the time. The two got to be connected. You got to pray and praise. You enter his courts with thanksgiving, and you come into his presence with thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to pray. Oh, hallelujah. Say, God. Thank you for the revelation. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In other words, again, make them that prayer, make them that pray, make sure it's is able to do to please the Lord and help activate the blessing. So the joy of the Lord no longer becomes their strength and the peace of God no longer passes their understanding when your praise dry. Hmm. It's designed to block the supernatural total victory. Hear the devil in his host, I'm beginning to close. We'll make sure that the tests and trials that you're walking through consistently have no joy and no peace anywhere around. And in the United States of the day, uh, United States of America, joy has been grabbed every way it can possibly be grabbed. And by doing so, they wanna get you to daily switch from thanksgiving to murmuring and complaining. Murmuring and complaining. Murmuring and complaining. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're just murmuring and complaining and murmuring and complaining and murmuring and complaining. Praise the Lord. Murmuring and complaining and murmuring and complaining. You know, all pastor gave me was a penny. All pastor gave me was a dime. All pastor gave me was a nickel. All pastor gave me was a quarter. He got more than that. You need... Come on, she said, hey, hey, you missed the blessing. You understand, God. No, that, what, what, what I sold into you. Hey, murmuring and complaining will shut the blessing down. Because I'm learning in everything to give thanks. Hallelujah. Now, now when, when, when the service is over, the pastor going to come ask me for my penny. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's real, folks. Hmm. And by doing so, the devil wants you to daily switch from thanksgiving to murmuring and complaining. Say, I'm, I'm going to stop murmuring. And I'm going to stop complaining. All right. Now, here, here's the understanding. Numbers 11 and verse 1. Numbers 11 and verse 1. It says, and when the people complained, it displeased the Lord, and the Lord heard it, and his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burnt among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. When you murmur, you upset God. God don't like you murmuring. He wants you to trust him and believe him no matter what. 
He wants you to accept him. He wants you to know that he's got a way out of no way. Folks, the bottom line is that God hates murmurers. Hmm. Those who murmur in the wilderness were destroyed. That is why those who murmur are natural failures. Nothing works in their hands, so they live a perpetual struggle. If you want to perpetually struggle, keep murmuring. And in 2018, this, you don't need, no, Lord, I know you're going to make a way out of no way. I, say, say, I ain't going to never be broke another day in my life. I'm going to live a long life, healthy, wealthy, and wise. No matter what it looks like, God is for me. I am the head in Durham and not the tail. I'm above only. I'm blessed. And highly favored. Blessings are running over me. Blessings are overtaking me. Every day, every day, I have joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Those who murmured in the wilderness were destroyed. That is why those who murmur in are natural failures. Nothing works in their hands, so they live perpetual struggles. That is the fate of many believers today. They work so hard, but nothing is working because God's presence that makes things work is far from them. Folks, a heart of gratitude is your fastest escape out of the trap of murmuring. Say the heart of gratitude, come on, is my fastest escape out of the trap of murmuring. Hallelujah. Eagle summoned in this year, my heart is for this house. We must daily work to please the Lord with consistent, abundant, joyful praise. Psalm 69 and 30, we're on our way. Come on. Psalm 69 and 30. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or a bullock that hath horns and hoofs. Please that the praise pleases God. And when he is pleased, he releases all manner of signs and wonders to follow us. Say, that's me. Say, understanding the power of praise. Say, one, two of Jesus's, come on. Greatest miracles took place after the praise of thanksgiving was released in situations and circumstances say two praise is the will of God three praise causes Almighty God to inhabit every location that I'm in every location for murmuring and complaining is hated by God and shuts down the signs the wonders, the miracles that should be flowing my way too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come together to bless your holy name. Together, we come asking that you increase our capacity to believe and receive as we increase our praise flow 
of constant thanksgiving. Together, we express our need for your help to grow up and become emotionally mature so we can stay in the praise flow of thanksgiving regardless, regardless of life tests and trials. Holy Spirit, we are available. Help us to work together with you more and more in the praise flow of thanksgiving. So signs, wonders, miracles become another new beginning of God's greatness in each of our lives. Father God, Eagle Summit desires that you inhabit our praises too. Thank you in advance for hearing our cry and attending to our prayers. And now, our praises are released to you. Miracles, signs, wonders overtake us now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Give your neighbor a hand. Folks, understanding the power of praise is, is a revelation that we all need to understand. All of us are going through situations, but if we can stay in a praise flow, God will do something supernatural that will amaze you. And that's called amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved the, like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. And I don't know about you, I need grace every day. Amen. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. I bless you. I call grace over you now. And I agree that what you've been believing for is on the way. So I thank you for the little. I thank you for the much. I thank you for being in agreement with me. Miracles, come on. Signs, come on. Wonders, come on. I receive you. And as I leave Eagle Summit, the blessings of the Lord shall overtake us. When I get in the car, when I get at home, the blessings will overtake us. And I'm going to thank God for every little thing, every little thing that I already have so he can bless me with even more so I can bless others. I'm going to serve him with my heart. I'm going to serve him with my love. And I'm going to serve him with a renewed heart to restore others in Jesus' name. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord.